Repitch. Repitch. Aren't you going to end up using that one? No, don't use that. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Repitch. I'm David. I'm Richard. Uh, it's a repitch where we uh, revisit, review, and redo movies. Oh, wow. That's the first time we got yes. it through without messing up. 13 times the charm, right? <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so today we have, uh, we're going to be talking about the movie Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. Came out this year around March. You know, it came out in International Women's Day. Oh, yes. That's yes, when they released right. it. Okay. I first, guess that's fitting. Yeah. First female superhero movie. From Marvel, mm -hmm. uh, and by no means was it like a box office flop. It did very well in the it box well. office worldwide. Of course, you know, becoming the it was like the last movie before Endgame. Right? Yeah, I believe so. So I mean, I, obviously, people would wanted to go watch this one. Mm -hmm. Made over a billion dollars, but of course, I think I feel like we're not the only ones who oh, yeah. felt like this was kind of lackluster. That is yes. I mean, I, I'm gonna be pitching the new movie. What I think make would make it a better movie. But David, I feel like this was such a. It's not a bad movie. I don't think Marvel can make a bad movie. Right. Their issue is they make a very subpar movie. Like it's passable. It's not terrible. Where I'm angry. It's not Justice League bad. Right. Where right. I'm, I'm like physically angry. They actually did this, but I'm just like, really? That's what you made? Exactly. I mean, I, I. It's not that bad. It's not that good. You hit all the moments, whatever, but it's like, it's this lackluster. One, yeah. It was like very, it was very structured, like formulaic. And I, I feel like at this point for this movie, I think it was clearly not to, not to rag on like what, what it meant for like, you know, the idea of having a female led superhero movie and women's international. Oh, yeah. But I felt like this was definitely just a filler movie for the grander scheme of what the mcu was heading towards for sure and i i think that's one of the reasons i got so mad because i knew that endgame iron man captain like, iron man and captain america they're gone they're gonna need new leaders new people to lead it dr mm -hmm. strange you know peter quill and captain marvel is supposed to be one of them i'm like oh i'm really excited what they're gonna do and they had like a great actress Brie Larson to do it, you know, she's Academy Academy winning or Oscar? Academy Award winning. I mean, that's yeah. Oscar winning. Yeah. 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 She like, she's a great actress. I mean, she's better. She's a better actress than like Gaga Dot for sure. But they yeah. just gave her such a nothing to work with kind of. Right. And uh, you could feel it like a lot of the jokes in this one were kind of forced. Oh, it was so unfunny. Yeah. Uh, and the writing was a little bit off. There were good moments, but then, you know, a lot, a lot more. Yeah moments yeah i don't yeah i mean there's i mean what are some things that uh, what i mean like the cgi and the, some of the cgi and the prosthetics for the for the what were they the kree oh uh, the the scrolls the scrolls look great they look like mm -hmm. one um mendelson oh uh, ben mendelson ben mendelson the um, like the leader of the scrolls he it looked good i'm like wow like so it took them over like two hours to do that prosthetic. Right. Oh wait. So, so some fun facts for you guys. Keanu Reeves was almost almost casted for Yon Yon Rock. Oh really? Julu, yeah. This movie takes place in 1955. Mm, what else? Wait, 1995? 1995. What did I say? 1955. 19 that'd been a greater movie. <laughs> 1995. <laughs> 
Uh, Brie Larson has a le- is allergic to cats, so anytime they involve a cat in the film, it's either a puppet or CGI. And there's some great scenes. I'm like, wow, that's a puppet. That's pretty awesome. Yes. How far CGI has come. Yeah. Um, let me see. Yeah, I mean, we said everything else. This was uh, Stan Lee's last uh, reveal, last cameo uh, before yes. he sadly passed away. And, oh, gosh. One of the things I did not like is that like when the cat scratches Fury's eyes, it gets a callback to when Fury tells Captain America and went to Soldier saying, the last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. And it's oh, from yes. a freaking cat. <laughs> I, I think I lost all respect for Nick Fury. I'm like, really? Like, that's why. I think in the comics, it's from his, like, it's not his stepbrother or it's like his brother and he his brother's like an evil spy and it's like a really cool backstory yeah and as also i think it's in one of the comics i forget what storyline it might have been civil war where in the comics where his eye is actually like it, it has some supernatural ability like, really yeah, oh interesting yeah. i forget where but like it like op- he's able to open like dimension portals with or something that is like, cool. I, I, I don't i might be dumb i might be just making that up but i know i feel like somewhere i read that why would he ever need to shoot a gun i'm like oh what the scrolls are here let me just open my eyes <laughs> <laughs> it's like shutting gun you know? <laughs> oh my gosh uh but yeah um Again, this movie, it's not lacking. It doesn't have bad actors. No. Oh, I'll, Sam Jackson's not. in it. Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn. Brie Larson. I honestly think it, it's the fault of like the script. I think mm-hmm. it's a weird story. Like the whole story of Brie Larson having uh, amnesia and trying to get her memory back, I thought it was so boring. And just the character she portrayed as. I mean, the main message of the story is basically if she, you see um, Jude Law say, there is nothing more dangerous than a warrior than, than emotions. You know, it says to be the best, best version of yourself, you struggle with emotion. The whole thing is be lost in trying to take charge of her emotions, mm-hmm. not be used by it, but to use her emotions for herself. Right. Like the intelligence or the bad guys are constraining her powers, like making her like, oh, not able to use her power to the full extent and all these things. And I'm like, it kind of felt, again, very simple. Like it felt like a TV show episode. It wasn't yeah. like you could have done so much more with that. Like really, like wow, men are trying to tell her to control emotions because she's a woman, blah, 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 all that stuff. But it's like mm-hmm. really, like that's the kind of message you're talking about. Like, like, uh, like where's the like? If you want to do female empowerment, like do it right. Like, right. I mean, I, I, obviously, you and I, David, are not girl. Yeah, women, right. Like, I mean, like we have no real like. Real deep say, say about but, it, but like we if, felt that, like if we're saying that, yeah. then if if I have a daughter, I wanted to watch this movie and say like, "Wow, that's empowering." Like, I want to be a woman. Like, like what, screw the guys that telling me that I should be like this or that. Like, I'm gonna be my own person. And I'm like, yeah, this movie was just boring. It's so boring, David. It's over two hours long, mm-hmm. and it's just like, how can Wonder Woman be a better, more fun movie than this movie? <laughs> And like her action scenes, like her power is, her powers are very like vague and they're not defined. And like you don't really see her like, struggle. Like I know that Marvel, like the uh the Marvel movies have an issue with villains saying like, oh, how do we fight a black? How does how does anyone fight a Black Panther? Let's make an evil Black Panther. How do we fight Iron Man? Let's make an evil Iron Man. But like, I'm not saying there should be evil Captain Marvel. I'm saying there should be someone either smarter than her or like can actually outmaneuver her which is why i think you know civil war is one of the best 
Marvel movies out there because of that villain portrayal. Like oh, Baron yeah. Zemo, the way that it, his whole idea was to, you know, take him out from the inside. He he had no... This this was a no, non-superpower guy who was able to dismantle the Avengers. Yeah, he... Yeah, he's not super powered. He doesn't have like a huge weapon. He's just, hey, I'm going to reveal some crazy truth to you. And like, that's a good villain. And just turn on, like, heroes turn on each other in a way where, like, oh, shoot, that would make me want to kill Captain America. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes. And so. Yeah, the villain was Sapar. You uh, Ronan come up comes back makes an appearance. And, oh, that was pretty. That was pretty fun. And like, there's a and you see a giant fight scene and the, him, her in the space like fighting ships and all that stuff, and stuff like that. It's it's just so boring because I think it's the same problem with the prequels for Star Wars, mm. where you see a bunch of space fighting, but like, yeah, it looks nice, but I don't know anyone in these ships, and it does it makes no effect for me, and it just looks like a giant CGI mess. Yeah, and I think this movie in the long run, it definitely, like I said before, it was it felt like a filler movie. Yeah, um, and it was like it's more so. I think you, the enjoyment you get out of it is more so from like trying to see how it fits into the bigger picture. Yeah, of of the whole MCU and the, the timeline and everything. Um, I mean, I did have a few issues with that. Like certainly, specifically, this is it's such a small thing, but like I think it. They shouldn't have done it this way. How like Nick Fury ended up calling the Avengers the oh Avengers because of Captain Marvel. It was her call sign. It was the name of her plan. Yeah, yeah. but like you know, that bothered me only because like it's mainly, a dumb Easter egg. Yeah, it's not even Easter egg. It's a dumb like oh look, it makes sense in the end. But also, it bothered me because like Captain America, his first movie was called the First Avenger. Exactly. So I was like, how are you gonna how are you gonna take knock that off? Away. Yeah, take that away from Cap. And it just, and I feel like I'm being forced to saying that, oh, she's the new Captain America. You have to like her. Right, like that. yeah. And you're, and the character that Brie Larson plays, not her as an actress, she's very stale and boring and makes that quick remarks, but she's not endearing. It's just, it's just very like, you know what it is? I feel like it's the issues what people had with uh, Force Awakens was with Ray. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know, like her, people didn't like Force Awakens, but saying, "Oh, she's a what do you call it when a, a Mary Sue?" Like, "Oh, she's powerful for no real reason. Oh, okay. She has no flaws." Gray is clearly not a Mary Sue, but it gets to a point where kind of Captain Marvel is not a Mary Sue, but she's getting to that point, like, "Oh, everyone likes her as soon as she meets her." Like, "Oh, she's all powerful and she doesn't really have flaws." Right. Her, well, what's her only flaw, David? That she has no memory of the past. Pretty much. I mean, she, otherwise, she's unstoppable. Like, even in Endgame, every time she came up, and I'm like, really? Like, she should just fight. I think it's the same problem with Superman and Justice League. Like, do you really need the rest of the Avengers? She just took out a huge ship by herself. Like, Right, yeah. And it's just kind of like, like, it's that issue. Like, I don't know if they're going to eventually run into this in Captain Marvel 2. I'm, I think that's in the, that's big So, name. like, yeah, I mean, that world where, where let's give it some, like, I guess uh, room to grow because, like, considering that it, we're unfortunate. We're gonna be seeing her a lot more. Like, oh, she for sure, no. and I have no so, problem like, with that. Yeah, that's not the problem, but no. like, they gotta do it right. Exactly. I mean, they could always make it better. I'm like, yeah. if you can make Aquaman into a good movie, a good character, like you can do any. I think honestly, you can make any character, like Aquaman, a character that no one really liked, into a movie that did really well. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm like, I'm sure you could revamp her and make her into a better character. Like. Yeah, I mean, even if you look at the way that DC's been able to kind of pick things up now, yeah. I think 
they're they're on a good route. They're they're doing much better than how they started off. So, oh, what um, did you think about the reveal that the squirrels are not bad guys? They're actually like refugees, good guys. I kind of thought that was interesting. It, it honestly, I it threw me off because for oh, yeah. me, I always thought the squirrels were gonna be, yeah. play out yeah. uh, to be those bad guys. In the comics, they're the, the bad co- guys. Yeah, like, there's that whole invasion, the series. secret invasions yeah. where they like. So I thought that was kind of the what they were setting up for for the next Captain Marvel movie. But you know, it turns out that they're actually you know good good people and yeah, just refugees like the Kree are the evil empire. I'm like, oh really? You're gonna make it that black and white? Like, I kind of right. want it to be a little bit messier. Right, yeah. But I guess in the scope of Disney, that is definitely very Disney of them. To oh, do. yeah, for sure. So, but, um, all right. Uh, so, Richard. Yeah. Actually, wow. We got so much into the uh, review aspect of it. Uh, let's fill in with, like, a little bit of the storyline for people about this movie. Oh, I didn't mean to tell the synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the synopsis, David. She wakes up in the alien planet. She works for the Korea Empire. She lost her memory, no idea who she is. She's ta- she's finally tasked on her first mission to go and f- go find this person, a spy that has information about this girl captain. She gets kidnapped, ends up in Earth, tries to find her identity, reveals herself, befriends Nick Fury, remembers that she's an Earthling, gets angry, fights the Korea Empire, she wins. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much, pretty much. Yeah. Do you like my yeah? That's pretty much it. The uh what is it too long didn't read version of exactly it. yeah um huh. yeah you just pretty much the end result what you get out of it is you learn that she's pretty much an infinity stone yeah um, and then like yeah but yeah so with that said richard um do you have a repitch for us for yes. this movie um it's fairly short-ish okay so I've been reading because I don't know honestly I don't know anything about Captain Marvel mm-hmm. so I didn't read 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 that comic growing up so I read an issue that came out in 2018 and okay. it's really it was it wasn't the best but it was interesting they kind of told talked about her backstory yeah that she came up with an abusive father her mother was kind of like there but distance and like all these things and I'm like why not bring that parent like that's classic Disney like hey bring the parents into this so you could relate more right because you I I had issues with that with this character I couldn't relate. Oh right, because you they just kind of threw her at you, and she right. was like from outer space, but yeah, not yeah. really. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I kind of wanted her like, okay, she wakes up, she has a nightmare about her father abusing her brothers, mm-hmm. getting angry, yelling. She wakes up in an alien parent um, fam, uh, planet. She's angry. She's training. You find out that she's in this Kree Empire training. Yon Rog, Jude Law. I'm sick of the same characters because it's great actors. Um, training her, saying that did you have a dream about your father again? You know, like, yeah, I did. It's like you know what? Like he's a bad man, but you're becoming a better person. Control your emotions. Don't be angry. Don't be happy. Don't be sad. Be a warrior. Like stuff like that. Right. Telling okay. her to calm down. Like calm down. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be feeling this. So she's been training here for years now, and slowly you find out that she doesn't have amnesia. She has complete memory of Earth, but you don't really know as an audience why. Don't know why she's there. She's there. She's in the Korea. She's in the Korean Empire with her full village. Full. She's there for by her choice. Oh, okay. So she's there by her choice. She, she has some superhuman strength, but not like her Sonic, like her Captain Marvel powers. Mm-hmm. So she's some strength. She's stronger than the average human. Training, etc. And so, as a Kree, she's 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 been in the army for a while. She's been in um 
but she hasn't actually killed anyone but she's done some like infantry she's done some spying stuff here to get gathered information but now she's in our full mission uh, with um yon rock with jude law saying hey we need to go grab this person the spy for us but as they're doing this he finds like oh they're actually killing scroll members and so if you see kind of hesitation like oh like is this right is this not right but jude law saying like, oh these people infiltrated this village they're killing people like if we don't kill them like our whole whole country whole world is wiped out and everyone miss captain marvel doesn't kill anyone but she kind of like agrees and follows along yeah. eventually she she finds a spy similar like she gets kidnapped and oh uh, um she gets kidnapped and they're questioning her saying like oh why are you doing this to us like don't you see the bigger picture but yanrog actually saves her like last yeah. second and kills the people that kidnapped her uh -huh. and she's like what why are you here? like and like she's kind of like doubting herself like what's going on why did i do this and yang was like okay like you're clearly not ready you're still showing emotions like you weren't listening to commands go back to base okay. but um um what's her name brie lawson instead of going back to kree she decides you know what screw this i'm going back home and she goes back home and sees how much things have changed the and you slowly find out like her best friend um what, what was her name the actress Oh shoot! I forget the actress name, but, but like her, Rambo, her character's name's Rambo or something like that. Is that that's an interesting name? But um, <laughs> she's there, and like you see her, she's mad at her. Like, and as an audience, you like why she's mad and all that stuff. Slowly, all the stuff, and you find out that oh, scrolls are come are on Earth. She finds out. It's like oh no, like I need to stop these scrolls. These are bad guys. That's that's what she's trained to know. Like the scrolls are the enemy, so she's trying to find. Find out where the leaders are, where the camps and bases are. Um, what's his name? It's not Sam Adams. Sam <laughs> um, Jackson. Sam Jackson, like, like, gets a clue in. So he's like, okay, she's clearly not normal. Joins her, tags along. And you find a subplot that the reason why Brie Larson left, that she was in the Air Force, she was trained, she's the captain, all this stuff. But she left after her mother died. And she realized at this point in the army, she there was no way for her to be promoted, or they would not allow her to be a captain, not allow her to fly actual fighter jets. Oh, so she was okay. just done with Earth, and she had the opportunity. Yon Ra came to Earth. She doesn't know why, saying, "Hey, come to like, you, I'll give you the chance to join our army, jo join a better cause. Like we don't look down on women." So she okay. willingly goes. That you find that out. And eventually they find the scroll camp. They're about to kill them. But Captain Marvel realizes, like, wait, like, is this really a terrorist group? It's just a bunch of people living in the sewers, just a bunch of aliens trying to like barely survive as like homeless people. And she realized, like, no, she's being lied to the whole time. Like, this scroll, like this group of scrolls on Earth are not bad guys. Then they slowly realize, like, yeah, like they're good scrolls, but they're also bad scrolls. Same with other people. It's not like Every person in this nation is good. Like, no, there's some bad cookies here. Mm -hmm. In the same way, yeah, there's some terrorist girls, but a majority of them are just victims okay. being, being being persecuted. Right. So then you see the person that's taking care of them is Marvel, um, the doctor, um, same actress, but she's like there. She's she also has powers. She's uh -huh. trying to come up with some kind of um, I don't know, a ship to take them far away. And uh, Yon Rog comes, discovers that Brie Lawson's there, fights. Destroys the ship, destroys the portal, and that's where Marvel comes up with her powers, gets strength, fights, and Yon Rock, instead of what do you call it? Oh, I didn't realize, I didn't mention this. Yon Rock, I think an interesting concept about him that I want to add for my thing is that he always has the newest equipment. 
he always has like the newest weapons, newest fighting. He's very like keen on that. Oh, and you okay. see comments about that. And like you see the crew that he surrounds with. The one thing that the movie lacked is that the it looked like an interesting cast of crews, but you don't really see much about them. But right, I want yeah. I want you, as a beginning couple, like the first act to see more of what each person is like one gruff guy, there's one assassin sniper girl, stuff like instead of just cliches, like have actual depth and growth. Mm-hmm. Like see them in the downtime, see them what they look like when they're not fighting in their right. home, stuff like that. So they're fighting there, and it's like y'all, and um, it gets to a point where you know it's a fight, it's kind of a stalemate, and uh, Yan Rong has this machine that gets superpowers or something like that. I mean, that's how Captain Marvel got hers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel destroys it, and that's how Captain Marvel gets that power, okay, etc. And yeah, and defeats them very pretty easily. But still, it's an advantage because you know she doesn't want to do. She's still trying to figure out her strength. And the movie ends because she she needs she knows the scrolls can't stay on Earth because. The Kree know that they're here, so she takes these refugees and goes away. Okay, so I, pretty yeah. much the ending portion of it will be pretty similar to the actual Captain Marvel movie, then, or is it similar? But I don't want this to take in nineteen ninety five, uh, right okay. after End Games. So you you want this to be after End Games? Sorry, right after Infinity War. Half the half the world is gone. Oh, I see. And his sorry, her friend lost her daughter. And she's uh, distraught, and she's even more mad now that we lost his back. I see. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And like the Korean Empire could be like, oh yeah, this half the world disappeared. It's because the scrolls they did something bad. Uh, like it's propaganda kind of thing. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, that's my pitch. Huh. So. Um, and Nick Fury doesn't lose her eyes. Doesn't lose his eyes because of a cat. He would have already. He's, he had, you already. You, you don't know. I think it's better for the audience not to know. Not to know how he did that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, this would be the Nick Fury that we're used to then. Exactly. Like, we've already been seeing Exactly. Okay. I don't think it makes sense for Nick Fury to know that superheroes like Captain Marvel in 1955 and when New York was being destroyed. 1995. And I don't know if you said 1955. 1995. And like, oh, this the, there's a giant purple monster on loose in, in the world. What do I do? Uh, true. I not mean, call Captain Marvel? Makes no sense. Yeah, I kind of, one of the things about that movie was also, it, it kind of served as a, like a little origin movie for Nick Fury, which yeah. I felt was very unceremonious. I feel like if you're going to do that for him, he should get his own storyline. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I think he deserves that. Like him being fully like drawn into the world of superheroes and supernatural abilities and things like that. Cause like clearly in this movie, like he's never seen that kind of stuff before. He's not used to it. And like, this is where he starts to shape into the, to the Nick Fury that we know. Commander that he is now. Um, But okay. So for me. Yeah. What do you think of my pitch? And I'm interested in it. So I will. Give me the green light. I will give you the green light. Nice. But. I'm, I will admit it. Any 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 issues? It is. There is a lot to that one. To your, to it's a little your, crazy. Yeah, it's like kind of all over the place. But like, yeah, it's yeah. like if you're able to kind of like streamline, smooth, it. yeah, smooth it out a little bit because it does seem like it. In the long run, it sounds like it could be a TV season. Oh, because so uh, like, it's a of like yeah, because of like what what you're trying to bring into it, you're trying to touch the base with the character, other characters as well, but but at the same time also talk I see, about I see. Captain Marvel, 
and things like that. So like it is, you have a lot of different plot points that you want to trying to bring together. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, otherwise, and otherwise, I I do like what what is being said about everything. So and I want to make some schools bad guys, so in the future they can do secret evasion. That would be fun. Yes, yeah, for sure. I appreciate that's what they're gonna do. Like, oh, not all schools are good. There's actually some bad schools. And... Exactly. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so that'd be so interesting. All right. Um. So. For everybody that has been listening to our episodes, uh, we've decided to do a new structure on yeah. this. Um, in the past, we've been doing um, the repitch, talking about the movie that we're going to be talking about, and then going into a little bit uh, additional news and things like that. What I've been watching. Yeah, and we just just for time purposes, we cut, we figured let's cut it in half and just make one episode clearly about the repitch, um, and then make a separate episode where we get a little more in depth over the topic of the repitch. Yeah. So with that being said, we're going to wrap up this episode. We will. Yes, we will be wrapping up this episode, but please give our next episode a listen. We'll be talking about um, as, as we started off with like the idea of women, women led action heroes and the whole like other movies within this universe and within that, with the, with that topic so yeah um <laughs> any fi- you Sorry, got any dog. final notes um uh, i want to say something smart but i don't have nothing on top of my head <laughs> so no i don't i don't have anything to say all right well before we head off um always please give your thoughts on uh on our repitches uh yeah, you could always us. If you like re, uh, Richard's repitch on this movie, if you didn't like it, if you have any ideas for your own repitches, you have any movie suggestions, you could always feel free to email us at drpitchit at gmail.com. Or better yet, we have Facebook and Instagram up. Uh, you can find us at drp.repitch for both uh, social media sites yeah so on the facebook one um i put snarky comments of new trailers or interesting articles stuff yes, like that yes so we'll you, definitely talk about that next episode yes so, yeah. for sure and um so yeah and your friend oh yes and also as always <laughs> we'd like to give a big thanks to uh to our friend joe Yu, uh, yes mr pandemix pandemix uh check out check him out on soundcloud uh pandemix uh we'll have his info on underneath in the detail and information um but yes yeah but thank you for listening to the repitch for episode 13 thank you guys (laughs) and uh we'll catch you on the next episode all right bye